It is spooky in here. Hello, folks. I'm Dale Zawada with Jim Snedeker Jr. And indeed, welcome to Slasherville. Slasherville is a weekly horror podcast, and we're going to cover horror news, trailers, interviews, just about everything horror. Now, why does Slasherville stand out? Why give our little show a shot? Who are we, you ask? Well, I myself am an award-winning screenwriter with several produced feature films, one of them being a horror comedy that you might have seen on Netflix called Halloween. Maybe you've seen it. Maybe you haven't. I also have a script called Bump in the Night, tearing it up on the festival circuit, so hopefully that gets made into a horror film, and we get to talk about that more here on this show. And then we have Jim Snedeker Jr., who has his own history with the world of horror. Yes, I've been a horror movie fan ever since I was a teeny tiny little kid. Before I was even allowed to watch horror movies, I was obsessed with Jason and Freddie and Michael Myers, and I would draw pictures of them on the backs of my assignments at school, uh, and I've always loved the atmosphere of the movies and the music, uh, some great uh, musical compositions in these, in these films, and it, it just became an obsession with me. It started with Friday the 13th and then Halloween and Nightmare on Elm Street, Hellraiser, the list goes on and on. Evil Dead, Army of Darkness. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Et cetera, so, et cetera. So that's what we're going to be doing here in Slasherville. Uh, stories just like this one here. I have one for episode zero here because I saw this one on, on ScreenRant.com, our old buddies at ScreenRant, and it's about our boy Kane Hodder. Here's the headline. Jason Voorhees actor Kane Hodder addresses Friday the 13th rights lawsuit. Now, for those who have followed us over from Not Like This, because, oh, by the way, Jim and I have been podcasting for more than a decade together. A couple name changes, but right now we're settling into our home in Slasherville. Uh, but we've been following this story for a while. It's Friday the 13th. We want these damn movies back. Yes. So I, when I saw that Kane had some thoughts on the, the subject, I was like, maybe there's a glimmer of hope. So here's what Kane had to say about this. With all the legal problems with the franchise, I don't know if it's ever going to be cleared up. Oh, great. <laughs> so so, so not, not a great start. No. Uh, and it's unfortunate because it, it uh, comprises the game because there's a lot more content there's a lot more content that we've done for the Friday game that may never make it now, and let alone another movie ever happening. I've always thought there should be at least one more film because that would be the 13th. How do you do Friday the 13th, 12, and then quit? That's a good point. I'd love, right? I never even fucking thought of that. Yeah. That's got to be tearing him up inside. It's such an <laughs> easy one. Can you imagine, too, like... All of the maybe the the treatments and the ideas people have come up with for the thirteenth Friday the thirteenth, and when you're making eight, you're like, well, we really got to pull out the stops when we get to number thirteen, and then they stop at twelve. Come on! And I'm sure when they were making eight, he's probably like, yeah, thirteen. We're probably gonna have done in about four years because they were just churning them out. But here we are, 2021, and we're just in legal limbo. He will go on to say this. Uh, I'd love for it to be resolved. 
but I'm not that hopeful that it will be. <laughs> so who knows? God, come on, Kane. I needed, I needed you to have some hope for me. We may have seen the end of Jason in the films. I don't know. I hope not, but even if it's not me, I'd love to come back one more time. But even if it isn't me, as a fan, I'd love to see one more film. Man, there's a lot to take in there. It's such a somber take. There is, yeah. Uh, yeah, and it, you know, it doesn't sound like there was too much elaboration there. So, I mean, Kane, if you want to you come on the show... And just, you know, talk at length about it. Feel free. You're always welcome what, here. What do these words mean? Yeah. Oh, there's always there's always room at always the room for Kane Hodder in Slasherville. Believe that. And with the game, I was thinking about it because he um he was involved in the game. So I wonder if maybe he's maybe he lost out on some I'm sure he got paid up front for a lot of stuff because they raised eighty bajillion dollars on Kickstarter for it. But maybe he had some back end deals, and it's like, hey, bro, you're screwing a lot of people here. That's true. I forgot about that because he was part of like the promotional materials, I guess. Like you know the Kickstarter stuff. Like you're gonna want to play this game. Well, that and he did mocap. He did mocap for Jason. Holy shit! Yeah. He he got to be Jason again, and if there's anything I know about that guy, he loves being Jason. Is that do you? Is there another horror actor I know? And we'll probably think of a few, right? But that just like the guy has no lines. You never really get to see his face as an actor. But man, does doesn't he just seem fucking jazzed to play Jason all the time? I think Robert England is also equally jazzed. Yes, that, that's, an, that's another good one. I don't think what's who the, the goofy guy that plays Michael Myers. I'm sure he, he has a good time with it and everything, but I don't think it it means to him as much as it does to these other fellows. The new Michael Myers, the no, most no, no, current? no, the 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 OG. Oh, Nick Castle. You, Nick Castle, that goofy son of a gun. Yeah, I think that probably doesn't mean shit to Nick Castle because he well, didn't even yeah. come back for two. He was like, no, no I'm, I'm writing movies and shit. I don't. don't and when they're pr- doing, you know, H2O and Resurrection, the, yeah. there was never articles like, Nick Castle's upset they didn't cast him in exactly. Resurrection. And, but you can find tons of articles about Kane Hodder being upset. So I think he's, he's one of the few that the, the, his heart's in it. And like I said, like Ooh. Robert England. At least he gets to talk. He gets to like say words in the movie. He has famous lines and stuff in the in the horror community. Kane Hodder's just out there murking people with his physical uh, acting. Yeah. So it, it is sad to hear that. And as somebody involved in the game, maybe he does know a little bit more behind the scenes stuff. But Larry Zerner, our guy, uh, Shelley. He's an attorney. He's been on top of this, and I've been following it. There's really nothing going on right now. But there is a legal case between Victor Miller and Horror, is it Horror Inc.? It's called something like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's Cunningham's company. It's going to have a resolution. They don't just, it won't just end in a draw. <laughs> you know? Like, it's in, it's in the legal system. It's going to have a resolution who knows how long it's going to take and who's going to win or whatever. But at some point, once everything is resolved, there's still, it, it, it's not like, Oh, it, it's going to cost too much to pay Victor Miller to make another 
Friday is their 13th or something. That's not going to happen. Yeah, because either Cunningham wins and he gets to make money in movies, or Victor Miller wins and he'll probably sell the rights to it and just get paid because that's what this was all about to begin with was just sure. getting paid. So he'll pro- what if he's just sold it right to Cunningham? <laughs> Here, and I'll pay me more. Oh my god, hilarious! So either way. There's probably going to be some movies and stuff down the road, I'd like to think. I'd like to think that, but, Jim, will it be Kane Hodder behind the mask? Because with Robert England, he's, you know, he's getting up there in age. Even he'll say things like, well, if the script is right and they do it in a way because I'm fucking old now, I could do it, but probably not. Kane Hodder, I, he's podcasting all the time. I, he's at the... The conventions, he's still looking a little swole for a man his age. I think he could do it, but we're running out of time. We're all running out of time. We are. I, I think, if anything, Halloween proved that you can just write that into the movie, an aging Jason. I mean, Jason, there's a lot of standing still. The there's a lot of makeups. Yeah. The zombie walks, he doesn't really run all that much anyway, unless it's part three. Or the remake. So I, I think he's good. Like, luckily, that psychology's built in. He doesn't have to change his move set too much. But man, I'd love to get it, it. It could be one of those things where, like, with Nick Castle in Halloween 2018, there will definitely be a handful of shots where it's your boy, Kane Hodder, killing somebody as Jason Voorhees. I would love it, especially if it's the 13th movie. That type of thing. It's interesting, too, that he, he landed on that. Because what that means, just for the back of the napkin math, is he's counting Freddy versus Jason. Which, I, oh. I, I'm not saying you shouldn't, but if the... Re, so, like, Jason X, X, Roman numeral 10. Uh, well, 11 would have to be Freddy versus Jason, and then 12 is the remake. Nah, I don't like that. That's that's his. That's what he's uh, counting. That's how he's uh, counting. Uh, Kane, we now now I want you on the show. Where's Kane? <laughs> so, so we could talk about that. Because no, I, I I would definitely count Freddy versus Jason, even though he wasn't even in that. So props on him for giving him giving him that because they were shitty to him during that one. But you can't count the the remake as part of the sequential Friday the Thirteenth. No. So oh, we need two oh, the more. Re- oh, so you were hung up on the remake too. That's what I no, yeah. That's okay. that was the only issue that I had. I got there. you. Yeah, so he has to be counting both of those. So e- if you have an issue with either one, because if you look we're, at Freddy versus Jason, it's a split. It's a split game. It's just uh it's just as much of a another Freddy movie as it is another Jason movie. But I would Okay, it's sort of like do you count Wes Craven's new nightmare? As a nightmare? Or do you say Freddy's dead ended at six and we don't count the re... So you're saying... It's, if it's the- definitely more of a Freddy movie than uh, the remake would be. Like, I don't count the, the Nightmare on Elm Street remake. I don't count that as part of that franchise sequential order. It, yo, Man, that we're doing makes this sense. on episode zero. That, no, no, <laughs> no. Your point makes sense when I start to think about it now. It is not the... It, it is not the 13th story in a line of stories but but to his defense though he's just saying straight up friday the 13th movies movies with jason in them 
Yeah. That would be the 13th one would be the next one they were going to make. I don't think he's saying we should call it part 13 or whatever, but. Yeah. Overall, there's definitely been 12 Friday the 13th movies. Absolutely. But now I'm sort of obsessing over this number because I think Friday the 13th part 13 has something special there. But I do think you need one more before it to get to 12, obviously. So what if we get a Halloween 2018 situation, sign them up instead of three, we just lock everybody down for two, you know, maybe with a player option and get it done. They get can, it done. They, what do you think? I'm going to try, you know what? I'm, we're at least going to, I'm going to try to contact Kane Hodder just to see what he would want it to be. Yeah, that's like what would he want it to be? Camp Crystal Lake? Did he ever have? You know, I, I I believe it or not, I actually like the Manhattan stuff. I think the execution was bad, but like maybe he has some some idea for thirteenth. I bet he does. They all do. These yeah, people. that would be a great thing to hear about. So, the way I look at it, you could and now and this is sort of going to be passe already right? Because you got DC and Marvel both doing this, and their movies that touch on this are both going to come out around the same time with the whole multiverse idea. But wouldn't it be something to have... We've talked about this on our old show, but it's sort of like Kane Hodder will always be my favorite Jason actor because of how balls deep he is in, in being Jason. But... But the my favorite Jason in the movies is uh, part three, you know, Richard Brooker. Sure. You know, that's the scariest, the creepiest one to me. It's the one that always is in the back of my mind as a kid. But yeah. Kane, Kane is like the fan's Jason, you know, at and all the conventions. I- so what if we could have both? What if you what if you have some movie where there's a Kane Hodder type Jason? And a Richard Brooker type Jason, and you know, little weird baby Jason, and my dog, my dog Jason. Oh, little doggy Jason. I don't, I don't know. I wouldn't mind seeing Kane Hodder, maybe even playing it like a part three, because Jason at, at a certain point he's just like, hey, it's a zombie guy. Okay, he's a zombie man. But if he could play it a little older. That would that'd be scary. It would humanize them, which is one of the things that made part three pretty terrifying. Like, and even in Halloween 2018, that Michael Myers never, he looked older for damn sure, but he really didn't move much differently. There's something about Jason Voorhees moving differently now that kind of scares the hell out of me. Mm. It is interesting. It is interesting because 20, 25 years ago, it really wasn't much of a concern about how does Jason move around? What does he look like? That type of thing. He, he always looked different in each movie. There was no even attempt of, I would say maybe between parts three and four, there was an attempt at continuity with how he looked. But other than that, he looks radically different in all of these movies. But I think now we're in the era where we look at all these things through a nostalgic lens and people sort of treat them with more respect than they did back then. So it is interesting when you think, like, what type of Jason do they want? 
what what kind of look are they going for? And it's easy when you're doing a remake to just sort of cherry pick the best things you remember or whatever. Or, you know, like, we'll give him the hockey mask, but I kind of like if he's more human fleshy type of guy, not an undead zombie. So where do you even jump off at? I don't know. We're going to have to get to work. We'll have to get to work. I'll tell you what. I'm going to leave you with this, too, about Friday the 13th. I was thinking, because I did hear, um, and, you, and you read these things on the internet from moviesarecomingout.net or whatever, but I've heard talk about, like, what about a prequel or, like, a, another Friday the 13th that takes place back in the classic era of Friday the 13th? Okay. Well, well, how could you do that? And I thought about it. I'm like, well, if Jason is, he's what, 10 or 11 in 57 when he, when he quote unquote drowns, uh, in 1967, he's a fully grown man. You've got okay. 12, 13 years in there in the seventies yeah. leading into the eighties where as we've seen from two going forward, he's alive out there in the woods. It's just like the Bible, those missing years. Yeah, the missing years. I mean, he had to have been out there, right? So there is, maybe you could tell one of the tales of when they tried to reopen the camp and it just didn't work. And they covered it up. That's why we never heard about it. Because yeah. the politicians covered it up, the local, the local politicians like Jaws. They said it was Ooh. all just accidents. So there is a chunk. It's sort of like the Star Wars thing when you're like, wait, where can we go back in time and tell, fit a Star Wars story in? You Slide can do that. Here. You can do that with Friday easily. Could be fun. Could be fun. Yeah. So let's reach out to Kane, see what his idea and, and whatever he says, by the way, I want to do this. Guess what? Victor Cunningham. That's what you do. That's the idea that you go with, the one that Kane Hodder wants to do. He's earned it. He's des- he deserves it. Let's just, get, let's just get this mask back on. Let's get that machete out. Look at these bodies sticking to trees. I just miss him is all. I miss him too. I miss him too. And it, I just, I thought he'd have a better send-off as Jason than Jason X. You know, True. like Like, what a culmination to see these fan favorites, Robert England and Kane Hodder, finally together going at it in a... Wait, he's not... You don't... He's too short and you don't... Okay. Well. Okay, okay. He walked away more victorious. He walked away under his own power. Like a man. Like a man would do. But I think that's going to do it for episode zero here. That went longer than we planned because, of course, it did. Of course it did. We love these horror movies. So this was just a little sneak peek of of Slasherville here. This is what the show is moving forward here. Uh, Thank you guys for joining us. Please follow on Anchor or whatever podcasting platform that you prefer. You should be able to find us nice and easy. Uh, hit us up on the socials at Dale Zawada for me. Jim, what's your socials? Well, you, you can hit socials? me on uh, twitch.tv slash Diablo the Gamer Dad. And you can also hey. follow us on the social media. 
Instagram at SlasherVillePod, Twitter at SlasherVillePod, Facebook.com slash SlasherVillePod. Oh, I love the consistency. Making it easy. Consistency. And, I mean, you're already listening to this, uh, but it, it is anchor.fm slash SlasherVillePod. Spread the word. That's going to do it for episode zero. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Victor Miller. And I'm Baby Jason. Maybe I can get some kills. <laughs>